0: Almost Famous with John Shea,
1: featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England, on 95.9 WATD.
0: Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Son's Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9, WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook or Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous, WATD, wherever you find your podcasts or at almostfamousradio.com. And tonight, I'm being joined on the WATD Tiny Stage by singer-songwriter Aaron Wilson. How you doing?
1: I'm good, John. How are you?
0: I am great. Thank you so much for making this happen tonight.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So for those who might not be familiar with you, give yourself an introduction.
1: My name is Aaron Wilson. I'm originally from Alabama. I have been living in the Boston area for about eight years now. And I've lived a lot of places and somehow I ended up in New England and I love it.
0: I can hear the faint Alabama accent in your voice. It hasn't quite gone away yet.
1: I don't think I'll ever get rid of this twang. (laughs) And it comes out when I'm around my family and when I'm nervous. So I'm probably more country right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So for those who might want to follow along tonight, where can you be found online?
1: You can follow me at Aaron Wilson Music on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, too. I'm not sure uh, too much how that works uh, nowadays. And hopefully, I will be recording my first single and will be on Spotify very soon.
0: Very cool. That's awesome. So eight years. For some people, that's still fairly new to the Boston music community. What brought you here?
1: Well, I was living in Nashville, Tennessee for about a year. I was trying to give the songwriting thing a try. And I basically have been living in different places for every year since 2015. And I was ready to jump the gun again and move somewhere else. And I had a friend at the time, she was moving to Boston. And she said, well, do you want to come to Boston? And I said, well, I don't really know where Boston is. I know it's uh, somewhere by New York, I guess. And I made the move and I basically said, I'll give it a year. And then that turned into another year and another year and kind of got into the uh, dog walking business. Training and all that jazz, and kind of took a break from music for a while, honestly. And then I felt something was missing. So I started to uh, do music again, and, and here I am.
0: That's amazing. And also, you're involved not just in playing music, but you help other musicians get their music exposed to the public. Talk about some of the projects you're involved in here in the Boston area.
1: Yes. So I host the Songwriters in the Round at Nash Bar in Boston and at Loretta's Last Call by Fenway, And I started that a few months ago with PB&J Records. I basically host when they need me to. It's been pretty consistent, and we help out local musicians get their original songs out, which is great because, you know, it really helps musicians perfect their songs and let other musicians hear original music. And there's a lot of talent in the Boston area. I had no idea, actually. What
0: brought you back into music after taking a break?
1: Honestly, I've done music my whole entire life. I started singing when I was three years old. I was in musical theater. I worked in a lot of churches, actually, as a worship leader. And I think I got kind of burnt out of it. You know, I started asking myself the bigger question of why I'm doing it and why am I singing? Because it, it was almost like it was expected of me, you know, and always thought I had to be perfect. I just was like, you know what, let me ask myself, like, what do I really want to be doing? And then after a couple years of not doing it, there was just a longing, honestly, in my heart. And felt like I had a greater purpose here. I just started writing, honestly, and I never really was a songwriter. I wanted to be on Broadway. I actually moved to New York City right after high school. That was my dream, and it kind of failed, and I was like, what do I do? Honestly, my whole journey in music has led me to write a lot lately, and I have a lot of songs that are in the works, and I don't think I had those songs in the early years of my music career, if that makes sense. And now I feel like I just have all these words and lyrics that are coming from like my experiences in life and everything that I've been through, gone through, seen people I've met and that whole thing. And so now it's it's almost like a volcano. It's been bubbling, you know, my whole entire life and now it's just ready to erupt. So I'm excited for what the future holds and honestly I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: That is Aaron Wilson here on the W A T D Tiny Stage. Speaking of your music, let's hear a song. What are we starting off the night with?
1: We are going to start off the night with a cover of Tori Kelly. She's one of my idols. Her Her song, All in My Head, I Will Try to Do It Justice.
0: Let's hear it. We have Aaron Wilson on the WATD Tiny Stage 95.9. WATD, whenever you're ready, it's all yours.
2: Just stop thinking about you all the time maybe this is what i needed maybe this is a sign maybe i've been blind to reality baby tell me every little thing's my way every time you I just gotta
0: Wilson on the WATD Tiny Stage, a cover of Tori Kelly's All In My Head, Kicking Off The Night Tonight. You mentioned that song is really important. Do you elaborate more on that? Why is that song and that artist a big part of your life?
1: Her style of music has got that old school 90s R&B singer-songwriter, but with her own flair to it. Honestly, listening to Tori Kelly helped me sing, helped me learn how to run, how to be a quote-unquote like almost perfect vocalist like I strive to be like that and her songwriting resonates with me we have the same faith and that really inspires me and she was one of the first people I saw alive and absolutely perfection like when it comes to the vocals
0: well take us back in time you mentioned your childhood you've been singing for a long time when did music first become part of your life
1: probably like straight out the womb like not even kidding my dad is a singer a musician, a piano player. My whole dad's side of the family is in music. And I started to sing as soon as I could talk. <laughs> when I was five, I was in Into the Woods with my father playing piano. And ever since then, I was in musical theater. I played Annie. I played Sandy in Grease. And then the first thing that really, really changed me and impacted what I wanted to do in my life is when I saw Wicked on Broadway in the eighth grade in New York City and my mind was just open to a whole new world and I just kind of really dove into the Broadway scene and just always sang at my church in theater and shows all my friends are actually really talented back home and we all sang so it's really just been my whole life
0: when did performing your music playing guitar singing when did that really come into your performance life
1: Okay, so shockingly enough, I literally just started playing my own music probably last summer. I have always done like covers and been singing with other people and bands and other musicians. Honestly, I was never confident in my own stuff that I wrote. I was always used to singing other people's stuff. Like when you're in musical theater, you sing other people's songs and shows. And that's just what I was so used to. I taught myself how to play guitar probably in 2014. Because I was always a vocalist, so I still kind of consider myself a vocalist, but I just kind of just picked it up and thought, you know what, I feel like I have a lot of stuff that I want to get out, and it just has been building up all these years, and now I can say confidently, like, I'm a singer-songwriter. You know, these are my songs, these are original songs, and I feel more comfortable singing my original songs now than covers, which is crazy to think because I never thought that.
0: So take us back to the very first time, and I'm sure it's quite recently for you, that you're on stage with your guitar, you're playing an original song for the very first time. What's going through your mind?
1: Oh my gosh, I was so nervous because it's hard to explain unless you do it, but it's like, this is a piece of my soul. This is something I've been through. These are words from me. This isn't from anyone else. So I feel like people will almost judge is a wrong word, but listen more to be like, okay, what's this girl have to say? I think I did addicted the first time I wrote that song last summer and it was the first one I performed. I think once I got through the first verse, I was like, okay, the chains are breaking off. Like I've, <laughs> I feel like I can fly now. Everything just kind of left. And I was more comfortable singing my original song than I thought. And I felt so good. It's hard to explain it. I felt like, man, I'm singing my song. You know,
0: what was the moment that it hit you that like, this is your life now.
1: When I hit the chorus, of addicted. And I'm it's all my daddy's fault. He didn't give it freely. And then I go up when the people started clapping and you know, it's a small place. I was like, wow, I might've impacted someone. And that's my whole goal with this is to inspire people because I get emotional talking about this because it's like, I have listened to so many great singers and songwriters. And musicians that have impacted my life personally that i can go and i can play that song and it can take me back to that time where i felt totally free you know if that makes sense and can bring you out of a place when nothing else can it's something you really can't explain and that's what i want to do with my music if i can just inspire one person and touch one person and be like man your song really just changed me and how i think about things and helped me you know it sounds cliche but it really is true. It's like I've been impacted so much through music. I want to do the same.
0: So speaking of which, that's what this show is all about. What do you want to play next?
1: All right. So the next song is one of my originals, Show Me Love. I wrote the song in under five minutes. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, my gosh, I can write a song in five minutes. It's just it's something like I came home and I remember all the words were just downloaded to me in the melody.
0: Aaron Wilson on the WATD Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. ¶¶ Listen on the W.A.T.D. Tiny Stage 95.9 W.A.T.D. It's called Show Me Love. Talk about finding your place here in the Boston music community. You moved here, you said, eight years ago, but it really wasn't until recently you really fell into the original music scene. How did you find your place here? How did you get involved in the community?
1: So this is actually a funny story. I wanted to start playing out. I was just like, you know, singing at home, playing guitar. And it was like, where can I sing out? And a friend and I were door dashing actually in Boston. And we drove by the bebop and there was a huge line outside. I said, what is that place? And he said, oh, they do like open mics, live music. So basically I signed up like a few weeks later and I did that for the first time. I went back a few more times and then I just started Googling open mics in Boston so long story short, I did an open mic at Telegraph Hill in Dorchester, and I was connected to this guy there named Jay, and he basically asked me what my story was as well. And fast forward, he started getting me gigs out in the city, in the South Shore, connected me with his small record label, PB&J. Ever since then, like I've just been gigging out. I've been getting my own gigs, too, and it's a grind to get it done I'm just trying to play out as much as possible. I still do open mics, but that's how that started.
0: That's amazing. So you mentioned, too, the theater kid in you and, you know, eventually picking up guitar, playing live. Talk about your early performances on stage versus who you are today.
1: Aaron Wilson in the fourth grade starting to do musical theater is totally different from who I am now. I was very shy and nervous about owning my voice. And I was almost scared to be seen. Maybe that's why I chose musical theater is because I could play a different character. I didn't have to be myself. You know, it was almost like I didn't want to fully come into my own voice, you know? Like, what is my voice? Who am I without someone else's song or a character? because I love all these different genres. I love R&B. I love gospel. I love pop. I love indie. I love screamer music. <laughs> and it's just like, what's my sound? It's like, maybe I don't have a sound. Maybe I'm just supposed to sing other people's songs. Versus now, I've grown so much in confidence and owning my voice, who I am. And i Still honing like what exactly my sound is, but whatever that sound is like, I'm going to be 100% in it. And I just feel so much more confident in who I am as a person and not really apologize for the way I sing or who I am as an artist and really just owning who I am and, and loving it.
0: That is Aaron Wilson. If somebody wants to find you online, give us your website, the socials, all that good stuff again.
1: All right. So you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Wilson Music. I'm on Facebook, too, Erin Elizabeth Wilson. I'll uh, throw out my middle name for you guys. <laughs> and whenever I get on Spotify, that info will be on Instagram. So for right now, just follow me on Instagram.
0: Fantastic. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot to go. So stick around. 95.9 WATD. More songs to share. More stories to tell. Back in a few. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Class. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WADD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined this evening by Aaron Wilson. How you doing?
1: Good, John. How are you? I am great.
0: Thank you again for making this work. Absolutely. So give yourself another introduction.
1: All right. So my name is Aaron Wilson. I'm originally from Alabama. I've been living in the Boston area for seven plus years now. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm playing out in Boston in the South Shore and starting to get my original music out.
0: And you also are the host of a few open mics in the area, too, and, and songwriter nights.
1: Yes, I host the Songwriters in the Round at Nash Bar in Boston and Loretta's.
0: Which is co-organized, too, by our, our buddies over at pb Records. j yep, Records, Jay absolutely. Pissaros and Carlin oh. Tripp. They're really fun nights. If somebody wants to get involved, where's the best place to go to, uh, to learn more about those type of events?
1: So you can follow at PB&J Records, or you can follow my Instagram, at Aaron Wilson Music, and we post the sign-up links for that every month.
0: I have to ask, has there been a favorite moment so far that you've been doing these?
1: Yes, so last Nash Bar Songwriters in the Round, the talent was so stacked. I will say those people, mark my words, like you will hear their names in the future, like nationally. They will be famous.
0: And that's the cool thing about these type of events, especially in this area. We have so much talent in the Boston music community that there really are no like off nights. Like every single one of them is, is stacked.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like I said, I had no idea. Moving here from Nashville, everybody's great down there. What can compare to that? And then I come up here. I'm like, oh, my gosh, these people are like hiding up here. Like <laughs> what is going on?
0: <laughs> Let's do more music from you. What are we listening to next?
1: All right, so this is probably one of my favorite original songs and will be my first single, Addicted.
0: Let's hear it. We have Aaron Wilson on the WATD Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Wilson on the WATD Tiny Stage 95.9. Talk about that song, Addicted. I love that track. I've heard you play that live a few times.
1: Thank you. That track is an accumulation of love, you know, just being kind of blinded by guys telling you certain things. And you feel like you're kind of under a spell somewhat. And I think that song I just wrote what I was feeling in that moment. People ask me what that song is about. It is about one specific guy. I don't think it is. I think it's just a multiple of people I've met and just an accumulation of guys in general or like this thing I always do, you know, when I get interested in someone. I do have an addictive personality. Like I used to be addicted to Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is so bad for you, but (laughs) it's like if I like something, like I'm going to keep doing it, even if it's bad for you. And then once you read the label on the Mountain Dew and you say that it's bio-engineered something in there, you're like, okay, maybe I should throw this away. So maybe I should take that advice and <laughs> drink something different.
0: I do have to ask, when you write a song about somebody, do they know it's about them?
1: Maybe. I don't really reach <laughs> out. I don't really... Can I guess? I like people to guess, you know. Maybe the song's about everyone. Let them think that.
0: Well, there was some (laughs) crazy vocals in that song. And you talked earlier about discovering your voice. But elaborate more on that. How did you find the voice that we're listening to tonight?
1: Oh, my gosh. I think it's accumulation of the singers I've listened to growing up. So part of that is the theater training I had. I'm saying, I
0: definitely hear that. Oh, you
1: do? Okay. (laughs) Good.
0: Um, The belting, especially.
1: Yeah. I really never used to belt. I really thought that I couldn't, you know, I kind of had a soft, sweet voice. It wasn't really loud. It was, you know, just kind of shy. And I started to watch this woman named Natalie Weiss. If you look her up, she's like a vocal teacher to like everyone, but She really helped me to learn how to sing from my stomach. I was always singing from my throat and uh, she helped me to sing from my stomach, even just watching her videos and like how to properly sing like that. I think maybe a few years ago, I just started trying to belt, and I was like, oh, I think I can do this. And it just like kind of came out. And I mean, that's the first start of it. So,
0: How did your voice eventually evolve into what we're listening to tonight? How did you grow and, and, and strengthen your voice over time?
1: I have taken voice lessons and I sing in the car literally every day. I watch a lot of voice teachers online and just honestly just practicing and getting out there and trying to sing as much as possible. I think as I've gotten older, my voice has matured a lot as well. And I think it's actually grown when, you know, I was kind of like not owning my voice. I think honestly, what really shifted is my mindset. As crazy as it sounds like, once I started believing and thinking that I can belt, I can do this and being like confident and believing in myself, that's when my voice came out.
0: Let's keep on going with your stuff. What are we listening to next?
1: The next song is going to be State Lines.
0: Let's hear it. We have Aaron Wilson on the W.A.T.D. Tiny Stage. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Aaron Wilson live on the WHD tiny stage tonight sounding incredible state lines. Talk about that song. How did that one happen?
1: Now, this song is about a specific person. Honestly, I had just moved to Winthrop and I had dinner with a friend that night and I came home and I was like, man, I I think I need to write a song. It was like 11 o'clock at night, like not even lying. I just started playing this song and writing and I was like, man, where is this coming from? And I think, I had somebody that I had dated in Kentucky had reached out to me. Well, he traveled and he lived in Nashville, too. But long story short, he had like reached out or something like that. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should write a song about this. So that's how that happened.
0: Let's talk about songwriting for just a moment here. How did songwriting fall into your life?
1: I started writing songs in my room. I can remember as a young child, I actually wrote a lot of poetry and just like my thoughts Over the years, I had to have like a billion notes in my phone of just like lyrics or words that I think of driving and all that stuff. But I could never put it together. I was always like, I need people to help me put it together. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and finish it. It's almost like once I did that, it started to become easier because I can be a big procrastinator and be like, oh, I can't finish this. I'll do it later. And then, yeah, I just started to be more disciplined about that. And it just started uh, coming together.
0: How has your songwriting evolved over time? How do you think you've grown?
1: Oh, my gosh. My songs used to be so corny, you know, rhyme and door with floor and all that stuff, you know, very Dr. Seuss. But, you know, it was from the heart, but I just really didn't know too much. But I think honestly, listening to more artists that are just really good storytellers and songwriters like Ethel Kane, she's a big influence on me and my writing just like different artists and like, man, their words are really good. And it kind of like started to expand my vocabulary, too, with songwriting. I never want to write a song that people like cringe at. You know, it's like, oh, like obviously that those two words rhyme and, you know, and, and I kind of want to have like undertones of like, oh, what is she talking about? I think that comes with like addicted to and state lines is like, oh, what is she talking about? Because that's what I like to think when I listen to songs.
0: You also we mentioned this host uh, Songwriter Nights. In Boston, how have those influenced your writing? And is there anybody that you'd like to write with that you've met so far through these journeys?
1: Oh, my gosh. Lainey Dion is so talented. She comes to a few of the songwriters in the round. When I heard her, I was like, who is this girl? Why is she here? And why haven't I like seen her stuff before? But she's a great songwriter, and I would love to do stuff like that. So I think she's definitely somebody I would love to co-write with in the
0: future what have you learned from these songwriter nights that you maybe didn't know before
1: besides the fact that there are a lot of talented musicians in boston um let's see i don't know i'll have to think of the answer (laughs) (laughs) you caught me with
0: that one it's all good well while you do that (laughs) let's hear another song what do you want to play next
1: all right so the next song i'm going to sing is a cover of dog days are over by one of my favorite 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 artists florence
0: let's hear it florence and the machine We have Aaron Wilson on the WHD Tiny Stage. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours.
2: Happiness hit her Like a train on a train Coming towards her Stuck still, no turn
0: Wilson live on the WATD Tiny Stage. A cover there. Dog days are over. I'm hearing a lot of Florence Welsh in your voice during that song. So talk about why that song is important to you.
1: Well, thank you for that. That song is almost like the voices in my head and all the doubt and fear that I've had in my life are just completely taken off and I'm just free to run and When I play that song, I just imagine myself driving out west by myself, blasting that song, looking at the desert, and being like, I can do anything.
0: We talked briefly about Laney and the songwriter nights that you host. Let's talk about influences here. Who are you listening to locally, and who are you listening to nationally?
1: Locally, I'm listening to uh, (laughs) Laney. I also listen to an amazing... Singer-songwriter from Worcester, Chris Shelby. He's great. We've been connected many times and run into each other randomly. He's great. Like, he's definitely up and coming. I love his tone. I'm not really a country person, like, per se, but I sing his songs in the shower, <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> but uh, nationally, I listen to a lot of... Honestly, I listen to a lot of ABBA. I listen to Barbara Streisand... I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place. Like, it depends on my mood. I'm very moody. I'm up and down. Like, to relax me, honestly, I listen to Under Oath of Mice and Men. <laughs> and then you could find me, like, an hour later listening to Celine Dion. So,
0: What's the song you wish you had written?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, obviously, Dog Days are over. I don't know. Any Celine song, my heart will go on.
0: So, okay, let's say that Weird Al was to cover parody one of your songs. Okay, okay,
1: that is so weird (laughs) that you say that. (laughs) Me and my cousin used to listen to Weird Al. Her name's Jessica. We literally used to make up choreography for Weird Al. So, uh, yeah, anyway, continue. If he was
0: to parody one of your songs, what would it be? What would he call it?
1: (laughs) Wow, that's a good question. Okay, so I guess Show Me Love would be... Oh, wait, no, no, it would be Addicted, but it would have to do with like Dunkin' Donuts. Like... (laughs) Addicted to Duncan or something, because I am addicted to Duncan. I could see that. And I feel like, low-key, I wrote that song about Duncan. Cool. <laughs> my subconscious did.
0: So when you're playing your guitar and you drop the pick inside of your guitar, what's your favorite way to get it out?
1: Oh, my gosh. It stays in there for uh, 30 years. Does it? Okay. And it just accumulates, and uh, by the time it rises to the top, you to get a new guitar. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay, that's a great answer. <laughs> we are up against our final break of the night. I think we have time for one more song. Does that work for you?
1: Yes, it does, John. All right.
0: We'll come back after this. 95.9 WATD. We have Aaron Wilson on the tiny stage. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. Find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook or Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at AlmostFamousRadio.com. I'm being joined on the WATD Tiny Stage for the final time tonight by Aaron Wilson. How you doing?
1: I'm good, John. How are you?
0: I'm great. Give yourself one final introduction.
1: My name is Aaron Wilson. I am a singer-songwriter from Alabama originally. I've been in the Boston area for about eight years now, and I'm playing out in Boston and hopefully record my first single, "Addicted," very very soon.
0: And where can you be found online?
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Wilson Music.
0: I understand, too, that there is a, a fur baby possibly
1: listening at home. You know what, John? I almost asked if I could bring him, but he would probably sing harmony for me in the background, and it's like, <laughs> this is my this is my time. Teddy? Okay. Well, not today, but I know you love dogs, too, so maybe next time. Yeah. Talk
0: about Teddy. <laughs> what, what kind of dog is he?
1: He's a pug, chihuahua, shepherd, you know, corgi mix, like literally everything, but he's My baby, and he's so sweet.
0: Now, you work with dogs, too, during the day.
1: I do. I'm a dog walker, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
0: Now, talk about that. That must be a a fun occupation to have.
1: It is. I kind of got into it when I moved to Boston, and I've always loved dogs, animals growing up. I worked for my first dog walking company for about two and a half years, and then I started to get more into the training and got my own clients and did a lot, a lot of dog boarding and learned a lot about dog behavior and all that jazz I love dogs, but now I'm doing music pretty much full time now. I'm trying to transition out of that. Although I do still love it and will always carry that in my heart. And will always have dogs. It's good exercise too. (laughs) It is like, oh my gosh, I've walked, it's not all the time, but I have walked like almost 10 miles in a day. I normally do like six or seven. So that's amazing. Yeah. It's a good workout.
0: You've mentioned this a few times tonight, but your faith, how has that influenced you and your music?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in the South and grew up in a Baptist church, and I've always been taught to follow God and and all that stuff and was raised Christian. This is a very, very long story, but I'll tell you in a nutshell. I really didn't come to my own understanding of God and faith until I was like 21 or 22 when I had my own experience with it. And although I tried to start getting into the Christian music industry, Writing Christian music, but to be honest, like it really wasn't my thing. Although I do have faith and I believe in God, I didn't want to write that kind of music. And it was almost like, oh, okay, well, if I don't write Christian music, I can't do music. And then I just kind of like had my own journey with, you know, God. And it was like, no, like I created you to write music and you you don't necessarily have to do it a certain way. And I think that. Like I say, damn, in one of the songs, like, <laughs> like I, you know, custom growing up, like something I never do. But it was like, it's almost like, you know, that's it, not so much the word. It's like the meaning, like why I'm saying it, you know, and it's not per se. I'm writing specific things about what I believe in, in these songs. But I think I do have that undertone of like, I do put my hope and my faith in something. And it's a part of my journey. And, and it's something that like I own as well. Because not everybody has the same beliefs as I do, but I try to own it and have those undertones in my songs, whether or not I'm saying something specifically about what I believe in.
0: And that's the great thing about music is somebody might hear it and interpret it one way and somebody else might hear it and interpret it a completely different way, but it's all being interpreted through your songs.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: We have time for one more song before we close things out. What's it going to be?
1: So this is the latest song I wrote. I wrote this two days ago. It's called Forever.
0: And what's it about before we hear it?
1: What is it about, John? (laughs) (laughs) I just (laughs) wrote it. Let me think about that. Oh, this is about respecting yourself, knowing your worth, and not putting up with somebody that wants somebody else.
0: Aaron Wilson, thank you so much for making this happen tonight. You've been amazing. Thank you, John,
1: so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: 95.9 WHD, one final time on the tiny stage. Aaron Wilson, it's all yours.
2: Sit with myself tonight. Turn off all the lights. I've been thinking if we're wrong or right. Maybe tonight's our last night. Maybe that's alright. Cause I've been facing all your crumbs. You think that I don't know, but boy, you're idiotic done, honey I ain't done, and if we're being honest you're not honest anymore, my teardrops won't waste another stain on my kitchen floor, I don't want somebody who wants someone else, Wandering. Love is kind, you are neither, so why do I even try? Our road leads to nowhere with you. Got me feeling blue, I know what I need to do.